Soldiers podcast with Anamese Bonner. we doing today, my warriors? It is your gracious host, Anamis Bonner, and welcome to another edition of Sensitive Soldiers Podcast, where we talk about anything that relates to highly sensitivity, um, also that includes spirituality, also dealing with things in the corporate world, and just, I think, life in general. So, uh, I want to know how you guys are doing. I This is kind of for the moment. I know that I didn't even post anything this past week about a podcast. Uh, and that's just because I didn't think I was going to do one this week, but then I decided to spur the moment I'm just going to do it today. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of why this is so sudden and out of the blue. So, uh, this past week, I have been, like I said, pretty much did kind of what I did last week, uh, but I've been doing a little bit of brainstorming. Uh, and, a, and a little bit of cleansing and uh, in the last couple of days, that sort of thing. I finally got into a space where I'm like, okay, now I need to just really stop being so stagnant and just get up and, and do some stuff and get things done, you know? Um, and it's crazy because someone posted something on Instagram that I follow uh, in, within like the last week and was talking about what do you do to get out of stagnation. And I was telling her, and I was like, that's what you do. But I kind of just wasn't in the frame to actually do it myself, which is look, not perfect, so hey, um, so let's talk about, um, also any other happenings as far as my, you know, as far as my pages and stuff go, um, I just created a new page this week, uh, or last week rather than last week, uh, for, uh, between, at the corner of employee and the corporate world, I just created a new page for that, go ahead and check that out, the site for that is, uh, oh god, what is it? It's the corporate situation dot site rubrics dot com. The corporate situation dot site rubrics dot com. And I know a lot of people are going to be like, is that like a spam sort of website or something? No, it's a real website. I'm just poor right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm honestly just poor at the moment. Uh, so I, once I'm able to afford all of these things, will be upgraded. I promise you. Once I'm able to afford to get the money together, all of these things can be upgraded. Uh, but also go donate to the site as well at onomiesbonner.wordpress.com because at that site you're also going to be able to, you know, bring in, um, you know, get you can donate and you can also see, like, the jewelry that I have for the Shining Enclave. You can see more stuff as far as the blogs uh, that I have on there, you know, that I'm my personal blogs that I do. Uh, but this one, which is at Site Rubik's, uh, is a little different because it talks about my corporate experiences and talks about, um, you know, just the things that I've I've dealt with in the corporate world, uh, things that I've I've experienced and gone through, and I think things that also will help other people. And it's interesting because I am now uh, <laughs> I'm I'm. That's kind of what we're going to talk about tonight, which is about a corporate topic, not necessarily experience that I've had, but a corporate topic that I found very very interesting. And that topic pretty much is uh, something that I saw on LinkedIn a couple days ago. Uh, 
And it really piqued my interest because I was like, how do managers not know how to do this? How do accountants not know how do how do CEOs, how do you guys not know how to do this? This is very interesting to me. Because I would think, you know, in this sort of setting, that people would know how to be like, don't don't do just don't do what I'm getting ready to say. So what I'm talking about is this article from LinkedIn. And basically it's titled, There is a such thing as being too inclusive. Now that's not what I'm talking about, about not being inclusive, because honestly, everybody should be, every company should be inclusive. Let's be real. Okay, if we're being 100% honest, you know, there's going to be many excuses out there as to why a company's not inclusive, you know. Um, and yes, I'm, 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 I'm honestly saying excuses. If, you, if you're a person who works in the corporate world and you don't agree with me, please email me, because uh, I'm willing to talk about this with you. Uh, but the corporate world is not, to me, is not inclusive enough. But let's let's go with the article first, and then I'm going to break this down, and then I'm going to tell you my perception of this. So, basically they're saying being transparent um, is a laudable management quality, uh, but there is such thing as going too far. Uh, when we CC every single person imaginable on an email chain or go hog wild on a meeting invite, we risk making people feel confused and overwhelmed. The researchers recommend thoughtful exclusion instead. Being clear from the outset about who needs to be involved in what deci- which decisions and projects and why. So I know people are like, well, that doesn't seem so bad. You know, delegate, be, um, you know, thoughtful about what you include and what maybe, you know, and, and you're right. You know, I feel like if you're a manager or, you know, a CEO or whatever of a company or the person who's in charge of sending out emails, you don't want to blast everybody, especially if that's not their skill set. Right. Depending on what that is, though. See what I mean? They didn't really include that, and I think they should have. It depends on the position in which you're speaking about. If there are 20 people, right, that work in a company, and only five of them are able to do a certain type of task, wouldn't it be wise of you to only put those five people instead of all 20? And here's another thing. If you don't know that, then you need to, this is why I say, and I've said this before in a uh, vlog that I've done through Periscope before, managers, CEOs, supervisors, directors, whatever, you need to be more, you need to be focused on who you work with and what they're capable of to bring your company to the next level. And if you're not sure of that, you need to get big time to be sure of that. It doesn't make sense that, you're in a company with 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 employees, and you don't know at least what each of them are capable of doing. I just don't understand how you don't know that. Even if you have people, and I'm not saying a manager or a CEO or manager or boss, whatever, should do it all on their own. But I'm saying if you have go-to people that you sent out to make sure these people know this, these people know this, these people know this, then you need to talk to them about that. See, that's where the communication breaks down because you're not talking to your people and therefore no one knows it's going to go on. So, of course, all these emails are just going to come out, right? But, so it needs to be, you need to, they need to clear that up on that end. However, like I said, I do agree with sending it out only to people who need to, which is, which is true. But now catch the wording though, when they say, um, what's the, let me, let me go back to the article real quick. Because, uh, it said, what did they say they used? They used thoughtful exclusion. So, thoughtful exclusion 
when they say that can mean a lot of things, to be honest. But it's not just saying, okay, you know, like I said, when you're deciding, okay, the people that are good at this and people that aren't. If that's the case, there's no reason for the word thoughtful exclusion. Mm. There's no need for that word of thoughtful exclusion. So why do you think they use that that term in the way that they did? Thoughtful exclusion. There's a couple reasons. Okay, there really is a couple reasons. But the one I will point you out to you is thoughtful exclusion is using this term to weed out people that they seem that they feel that is validated and valuable to do that. And that's kind of what I want to touch on because well that is what I want to touch on. Because you can't just say all right, well, thoughtfully exclude the people. That means, in other words, if this person isn't doing as good from this project or this position or whatever, don't include them in it, blah, blah, blah. You know, maybe this opportunity will give them some footing and leverage to do one, you know, to, to, to be better and do better in what their position is that they're lacking in. Um, maybe there's more training to be done with that person, of course, and that's when you make that decision. But I, I feel like, the term thoughtful exclusion is, should I, dare I say it, kind of discriminatory. Uh, because in a way, it, it feels as if this person may be lacking in something and these people are all good. Well, why are you have this person lacking in something? Mm, see what I'm saying? And it is, part of it could be them. But part of it also falls on management. Part of it also falls on people that train them. So they need to brush up on what they need to do first and then bring that person up so therefore everybody can be including in that if that's the case. I'm not saying that in a company where there's a you know 20, 50, 100 people and you've got one person or 12, you know, two, three people over here that just aren't good in this field and the majority of them are, well why aren't these two or three people not good in this field and they are? And sometimes it can be revolved in skill, but also other times it can be involved with maybe interests, maybe um Maybe the kid, they just can't do it. Or maybe it's something in, in how they're not understanding it. Do you see what I'm saying? It's it's all about really including people in every step of the process along the way. Stop. I, I hate it when I hear this from people who have companies and work with these companies. And yet, people aren't trained up like everyone else. And knowing, especially if it's something that anybody could do, like, I used to work at a uh, a call center at one point, and they only wanted to train certain people, right, for a certain assignment that stayed a certain amount of time. But really, anybody could have done it, right? So my question was like, why is it not every, you know, why is or why are people in this section not doing it? Why is it not everybody? Why are you only, why are you only picking certain people? It's like, oh, well, because we think that these people have, you know, uh, great qualities of this, that, and this, and this, and that. So, my question then would be, and of course we're all grown, but my question is, so, are, are you trying to, like, babysit certain people? Because that's, see, that's interesting, too. They get into that as well, as we're just going to keep these people here and then move these people along. Why can't everybody move the same pace? I mean, and yes, it, it goes back into employees. Like, 
if an employee, if you feel like an employee is slacking or an employee knows they're slacking, there needs to be communication had. There needs to be some sort of conversation that gets them to where they need to be. Especially if that employee really wants it. You, you see what I'm saying? And a lot of people in a, in a lot of these positions that are, you know, the higher ups, they don't want you certain, there's certain, like, in every company, they have some people who don't advance and some people who do. And I think sometimes they will choose certain people to uh, not advance. And I don't think that's fair. You know, so like I said, when they say thoughtful exclusion, I don't, I don't like that term. I just, I just really don't. And I'm not saying when I say that it's discriminatory either. I'm saying in any situation, of all types of things, like, uh, you know, maybe disability, right? Or maybe, uh, and a disability that's just touchy. So I'm not going to, let me, let me not say that. But uh, maybe there's just not as enthused. Maybe they've gotten comfortable. Maybe they, um, you know, and, and you're not trying to make them uncomfortable, you know? Uh, maybe it's about, maybe you're afraid of how they'll react. And I'm talking about CEOs right now. Maybe you're afraid of how they'll react. Uh, which isn't, which isn't good. Like, you don't, you don't keep someone back just because you're afraid of reaction. And you don't keep someone back because you want to keep them there either. You know, you don't, you don't, you don't do that. You know, um, but like I said, the, the term thoughtful exclusion, I don't, they shouldn't have said that term. They need to put something else on that. Uh, but anyway, And, and my thing is, too, with this article, they're saying uh, people can be, you know, feel confused and overwhelmed. Well, see, that goes back also to management not checking in with their employees, seeing how they're doing, seeing what's working, what isn't, all of that. You know, I mean, a, a, a workplace is a community. Let's be honest, you guys. A workplace is a community, okay? We're all in this together. We've got to do it together. If I'm if there's a project started, right, everybody plays their role. I mean, of course, not everybody can do the same thing because different aspects of this role have to be played out in order for the goal to be reached. However, everybody plays a role. Everybody plays a pivotal role in making sure that everything gets done on time and everybody has input, has thought about it, can progress it. You know what I mean? You just got to make it. It's, it's all in organizing it and all in, in putting it all together. People have to stop being so timid and, and wanting to control certain people to make your, the, you know, to make your company and your face look good. Don't, don't, that, that needs to stop. Okay. Let's be honest. That needs to stop in the corporate world. It really, really does. It's this corporate culture. Guys, the corporate culture is something entirely else. Um, and I'll get on that another day. Trust me, I've had conversations with people that have, that are in the corporate world about corporate culture, that have that were going into it. Um, and I just felt like, wow, you know, and people buy into it, too, you know. And this is one of those things, I think, where people buy into. You know, language like this, people will buy into it. And I, I feel like, don't buy into it. You know, um, seriously, oh my gosh, there was another article I read something about, 
about something. I think it may be, what is that article? Let me look real quick. I'm not sure. Um, oh, well, that's interesting, too. Another thing they're talking about is leaders as heroes. If you look to a leader as a hero for any sort of anything, I hate to say it, but you're setting yourself up for failure. I'm going to be honest. You're setting yourself up for failure. Because the moment that you say, oh, this leader is a hero, that means you're idolizing this person to do something that you know you can do as well. That a group of people can definitely do, but you're making this one person take charge of everything. And they're like, oh, you're the hero. You're going to save us. That's a problem. When you get into a point where you're in a position of influence and you're in a position of uh, of comfort in a way and you're, you know, you're leading people, bringing them up, eventually what happens in some cases is that people will start to look to you for everything to get things done. Don't allow people, that's, that's starting to, when people start to push you over. Don't allow employees to push you over because employees have an issue with that too. Don't stop looking at people that are managers and stuff as leaders. You have to take control, you have to take charge of what you can do within your scope as well. Don't allow someone to come in and say, hey, you know, I'm going to take control of this now. All you just do is this. Don't allow them to do that. Because what happens when a person who's in a, especially like say you have a manager, and I've had this happen to me before. When a manager comes, like when you're, you're, you're in charge of a job and someone comes in and overruns it, basically overruns everything that you're doing, everything that you're taught, tries to redo it and then tries to over, uh, tries to like excel you in it. And then you have to look to them for guidance and look to them to be like, okay, what do you do next? What do you do next? What am I supposed to do? Is this what, you know, it handicaps the employee handicaps the person that's originally meant to do it. Stop looking to these managers and these CEOs and all this stuff for leadership. Well, no, not, sorry, not leadership. Stop looking to them as heroes because they are leadership, but you also do not want to look at them as heroes, as the person who saves you from this, that, and every, you know, don't, don't do that to yourself, you guys. Like that's, that becomes a problem. You have responsibility as an employee to do what you're supposed to do, to do what you're trained to do. Don't try to, you know, just do, you know, certain things and then say, okay, well, if this is something that they're, they're asking me to do and I shouldn't do it and I'm not trained or if I'm trained on it, but I don't want to do it, so I'll just let them lead it. No, no, they're not. That's that's not the way this works. It's not how any of this works, you guys. <laughs> I mean, but that's just my little tidbit on that. Um. So, yeah, like I said, I, I wanted to come on here, like I said, to really talk about this because this was something that, uh, you know, was brought to my attention and I was like, this is something that's interesting. So I kind of want to know what you guys think about, um, about you know, in- inclusiveness because I believe that everybody should be included in a project. I don't care what it is or the scope level or whatever. Everybody should have some sort of role to play in this. Everybody. Everybody. As, as being in, 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 in the company, whatever company you're a part of, everybody should play a role. Everybody from the person at the front desk when you walk in to the, you know, the higher up person who's 
the person who's, who's giving the mandate to people in between that are executing it and have this role and that role and, you know, a C role and D role. Everybody should have participation. Inclu- inclusion should be everywhere. And the whole company, everything. If it's not, I'm going to tell you something. Your company is going to fail. It's been proven. You can't have a company, especially in this day and age and in this time, there's no way for you to have a company that isn't inclusive. Like, get on board, you guys. Get on board. It makes your company look better. It makes um, it makes good for, you know, uh, business is good. It's great for business because people in different countries are doing businesses with different countries. So it's great for business. You know, it makes your company look better. You get higher ratings. You get, you know, there's more revenue coming in. Um, you know, and you're able to look to the future with brighter and better things. So inclusion is definitely something that should happen in the workplace more and more often. Do not think otherwise. Please do not. <sighs> All right, guys. Well, I'm going to basically get off of here. I do want to thank CastBox for allowing me to use this platform. I am so grateful and thankful for CastBox. Thank you, guys. I, I want to thank... Um, just all of my supporters, all of the people who support me through all my social media outlets, um, who support me also in real life, who are, you know, by me and everything. I, like I said, I do want to thank you guys. Um, so, yeah, I will keep you guys updated on something that's going on uh, in the next week or so. Uh, like I said, I'm, I've got the new blog up. I'm still doing the jewelry store, still doing... Um, I'm, I'm in the process of books. I haven't really written anything in the books lately. Uh, but I will definitely get on that soon. I can feel that coming. So, like I said, guys, uh, I bet, I'm definitely about to get off here. But I just want to thank you guys for listening. And email me at anamis9 at gmail.com. You can also check me out on Instagram and Facebook. And, and uh, also at com. Uh, Like I said, I want to thank you guys for listening, and until next time, winners are warriors.